me, sir? Yes. Your grace. Is, is that my flamethrower beside you? Why, it is. Please, sir, pass it this way. Can you hand me that pistol? Please there? don't get my lord. My lord, please yes. hand me please, the bazooka. Why, thank you. I thank you. No blood on the couch. Please, no blood on the couch. Welcome to episode number 83 of Tea with Tammy. I am, of course, Tammy, and it's felt like ages since I've last spoken to you all, but here I am, ready to talk some more shit and sip some tea. So let's hop right into the topics. First thing I just, I just need to just discuss with someone, I just need to get this off my chest, is the amazingness of Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Now, before listening to the album, I, I was, I was just chill on it. I was like, okay, we're getting Revenge of the Dreamers 3. That's cool. I saw the little invites. I didn't get mine, whatever. Got lost in the mail, whatever, you know, I wasn't tripping. And so, you know, I was already feeling a type of way. <laughs> but now that it has arrived, whole nother, whole nother vibes going on over here. I listened to the album before I watched the Dreamville Revenge of the Dreamers documentary. And man, watch the documentary first. I would I would highly recommend that because it will just get you so hype and so intrigued and so ready to listen to the album. Because right after I watched the documentary, I had to immediately go back and re-listen to the album. Just because I understood what it took to, to make that album. Um... And if you have not watched the Dreamville documentary, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but I mean, it's a documentary. And so it's the behind the scenes, the making, the creation of this album. And I just love the way J. Cole and Dreamville went about the the creation. You know, they had this big studio, many different studio rooms where they invited X amount of artists to just come down and create producers rappers, singers, bloggers, ball players for some reason. Um just lots of talent in many rooms and it's rumored that I think 142 songs in total were created during that 2 week span of Dreamville Studio Camp for for all those artists and 18 songs made the album. Now in the documentary, of course, like I was stating, um, you get a taste of how these songs were created, but just realize the competition that had to take place during that time frame of creation had to have been intense. And that alone, I respect for the Dreamville crew and the many artists that joined in to, to make this album because you had to, you know, fight your way into a studio and, you know, claim your spot, you know, lay down your verse, convince people, I'm sure that this verse belongs there. You know, everything had to make sense. Everything had to be intense and you had to work for it. You had to really want it. And so watching the documentary was a breath of fresh air because we get this perspective nowadays from rappers that they really just don't care. They're they're not in it for 
for the rap. Um, just the other day, Blueface was like, F all my fans, y'all quick to turn on me. That's why I'm in it for the money anyway. And so we're hearing that more and more often where rappers don't even care if they can rap or not. And seeing so many talented people in one room care to create something amazing at the end of the day was beautiful. One of the standout artists for me um, during the documentary and the album is Buddy because Buddy was sprinkled everywhere as well as a Guap Dad 4000 and to not be in Dreamville that says a lot that his skill was that important to or their skill was that important to sprinkle throughout the album and, and not even be a Dreamville member and so shout out to Buddy and Guap Dad 4000 but but album wise man it, it's amazing all 18 songs and I went into listening to this you know, like I was just chill about it. I'm not the hugest, you know, Dreamville supporter. Sure, there's talent on the label, but they're they're not people that I follow closely. I'm not like, ooh, the new Boz is out. Like I'm not I'm not rushing to it. But this changed that whole mindset. I might be rushing to some stuff after this because of the quality that was given. And again, it's probably due to all that competition that was in those rooms for that time frame of being created. But um I wanna mention that. When I did go into listening to this, I did have some type of reservations that it was going to be, you know, super rapidy rap, super barred up because of so many rappers and so many artists involved. And I was going to compare it right off top to the the Beast Coast album because that's essentially what that was. A bunch of talented artists getting together, making one big compilation album and the difference between that album and Dreamville is that Beast Coast has less of a replay value unfortunately um there was bars there was talent there were good songs but Dreamville definitely put their foot into the creation of this and actually making themes, having concepts still, making complete songs, having hooks. They didn't just go in and rap and everything was a cipher. And I appreciate that. And so if you're hesitant on listening to the album, I would say go ahead and just do it because it is worth the listen. And if you have already listened to the album, I'm very curious to know what's your favorite, your favorite song. I'm going to be honest, first listen through without watching the documentary. I was like, what the hell? To Wells Fargo. I skipped the beginning. I missed the whole intro. And I was like, I tuned in middle of the song and I just, I wasn't getting it. And the the beat was a little bit weird. And then I watched the documentary and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to listen to this song. And sure enough, it was a song that I wasn't feeling first listen. But after watching the documentary, I I felt the song. It, It just was so entertaining. And so again, I recommend watching the documentary. I recommend listening to the album. I'm curious on what your favorite song is right now. Now that I've watched the documentary, mine would be Wells Fargo just because of the chemistry of all those artists on the track. But um, again, every, every song is, is good. And I feel like I wouldn't steer you wrong. So go ahead and just listen. Before I move on to another topic, just really quickly want to say Free Flocko. What he's going through seems very odd, unfortunate, and it 
it's just, it breaks my heart that he has to go through this after defending himself. I don't know Flacco. I don't know the other people that were involved, but from what I know, seemed like he was defending himself from a very aggressive fan who wanted to insert himself into the lives of, of Rocky and his friends. And so if you're going to insert yourself and be aggressive, I have the right to defend myself. You can't just follow people on the street and harass them and expect no consequence, especially from a black man. I mean, come on, like we have to protect ourselves. And if you're going to harass me, follow me and make me feel uncomfortable, please know if you're doing that to me Tammy um respect retaliation okay respect some defense okay because I am a queen who needs to be respected and pretty Flacco that pretty nigga Flacco needs to be respected and is a king okay but you know fast forward to now he's in Sweden being held arrested with no bell for defending himself which seems um schoolboy Q and Tyler the creator are now boycotting Sweden I don't I don't know how that works but um he's just being held ASAP Rocky he's deemed to be a flight risk because he's a popular rapper and from what I hear he can't even use his own cell phone he ha- he can only use the provided phone there at the facility and so I'm sure that can be difficult too because you can't just dial any number i mean we're in 2019 we don't really memorize numbers like that and so my my heart goes out to asap the other two or a couple people that were also involved on asap rocky's campsite and again it's just all unfortunate i like to see flacco's friends coming to support him on the internet um boycotting sweden i don't know because i mean they still have fans there so it's not their fault that um you know ASAP Rocky is going through this, but I understand the sentiment. I, I get it. Um, Again, free Flacco. Just had to say that really quickly. All right. So the next thing I want to talk about, I'm going to kind of group two topics in one. And essentially what I just really need to just get off my chest now and say is that you bitches are nasty. Okay. Let me just preface all of this with that statement. You bitches are nasty who raised you all and the two topics that i need to combine to just two birds one stone this is y'all licking ice cream out there and y'all sucking on these cucumbers i don't know what has gotten into y'all's heads this summer of 2019 but this ain't it this ain't it i don't know who told you this was it but let me let me be the one let me be the one (laughs) to tell you that it's not Okay. Now when it comes to the whole cucumber thing, you're, you're a grown ass individual. If you want to suck on a cucumber, have at it. Do you just know you look crazy and it's nasty. Are y'all washing these cucumbers before someone just hands you a cucumber in the club to suck on and catch you on camera? No, I doubt that. Are y'all soaking that in vinegar to get all the pollutants? and pesticide off of these cucumbers before you're just licking them and passing them around to your homegirl to see who can deep throat it the deepest no i'm sure you're not when beat king hands you a vegetable ask him where he got it did he clean it what's the purpose of this am i getting a check for looking this crazy on camera like i feel like These should be questions that you ask before you're just indulging into this ridiculous activity. Again, you're an adult. You choose to do whatever you want to do. I just don't understand the point 
I feel like this whole thing started with Beat King. He started bringing vegetables on the road like a year or two ago, having bitches sucking cucumbers in in concert venues and clubs. And now there's just a whole cucumber challenge where people are just sharing videos of them deep throating vegetables, right? It's just gotten out of hand. Like it's not, what kind of challenge? Try it on your man at home. What this tells me is that y'all are real thirsty. Y'all are not getting any. And and y'all need a lot of validation out here in these streets from, from strangers, you know, because why else would you need to post this video of you deep throating a vegetable? Let that sink in. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. And and then side note, here comes Amber Rose talking about if you're hating on these women sucking on these cucumbers, you're probably insecure because you can't deep throat as much. Like what? No, no one just no one wants to log on and see y'all disrespecting my nutrients okay <laughs> like y'all are disrespecting my vegetables y'all are making it unpleasant to look at these things just have a little bit more respect for for individuals who who don't entertain that type of manner you know who don't want to entertain that type of activity i'm trying to be nice i'm trying to use the right words here um i'm trying to allow you to still have your choice but i feel like you should just keep that behind closed doors. You know, when when people started bringing food into the bedroom, no one said, hey, put it on put it on social media. You know, we've been bringing whipped cream, strawberries, syrup, you know, all that stuff in the bedroom. Bring a cucumber now as a challenge. Nope, no thank you. I don't know who requested this, not me. And for you other nasty bitches that are licking ice cream in the store, gargling, mouthwash and spitting it back in, biting into things and placing it back on shelves. First of all, fuck y'all because I shop at grocery stores, okay? <laughs> like I too need food. I too need my <laughs> my nutrients, okay? And again, what what is the purpose of this? Like y'all need that much validation. Y'all are chasing for that much clout to where you're going to put others in danger, make others sick, and then risk yourself for going to jail for many years on a felony food tampering charge. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Now, there's been quite a few people who have gone into grocery stores and now I've been caught and now facing potential jail time you know, a huge $100,000 fine. And for, for me, now I wouldn't give someone 20 years for food tampering because we have other people like Brock who only got six months for raping a girl. So let's let's make it make sense. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. But I think some consequence needs to happen. I'm not for the extremes to make an example out of someone, but that is nasty. And now I'm gonna be paranoid in stores, only buying things with, you know, a tight seal, I got to be Inspector Gadget now in the grocery store and it shouldn't be that way. That's all I'm saying. You're making my life harder. Y'all, just like they lock up the makeup in Walmart now because bitches love to steal. Now they're locking up ice cream because bitches love to lick on random shit. Ridiculous. That's, that's my America. This is America, huh? Is this what you envision, Childish Gambino? No. In conclusion, because again, two birds, one stone, and I really don't want to focus on nasty bitches on my show, but y'all are so nasty that it's going to soon start affecting me. 
I'ma be all paranoid shopping for cucumbers. I gotta make sure that no one's pre-sucked on my, you know, cucumbers. And now I gotta only buy ice cream that has a sealed container. So, the 2019 is just weird. I don't know what type of hot girl summer y'all thought y'all were gonna have, but y'all need to not have this one. I don't know what else to tell you. All right. Before we take a break, I want to discuss my my love-hate relationship that I have with Tyga. Um, Tyga is a rapper. You should know who Tyga is. Rack City bitch, okay? Pass the hookah. Um, he has classics. He really does. Um, my, my love side comes from that he's made those said classics and hits and um, has escaped from the Kardashian clan. But that's where the hate comes in is that he was even a part of that clan. And just the way he tried to justify making his way into that clan for many years. So that's my love hate. But what brings Tyga to the forefront today is his new music video, um, Light Skin Lil Wayne. It's a good song. Um, the music video, he is um, mimicking or reenacting Lil Wayne music videos. Um, a Millie um there was lollipop i believe fireman and more and so it was nice to see the recreation of old little wayne music videos because those are the videos that i grew up on wayne is like his prime was was my like high school years and so i remember it vividly and so seeing Tyga pay homage to Lil Wayne was was nice to see. But every time I see Tyga, it's just, hmm, you know, it's just slightly irritated, just off top. And I get that with certain artists. Like I get that with Tory Lanez. If you listen to episodes before, you probably know why. Um, I get that with Nicki Minaj, you know, for her antics recently. And so, you know, that slight irritation that you just have off top when you see someone, that's what I get with Tyga. And if you want to get specific and you want me to pinpoint what exactly is irritating me um, when it comes to Tyga, two things, two separate interviews. Tyga did one, I believe, with Chris Brown. Um, He was just beating around the bush extremely about dating Kylie when he started dating Kylie, you know, his relationship with Kylie. And it was just very, like, uncomfortable Um, watching him and hearing him try to justify him being in a relationship with someone's much younger who was underage um another interview now i can't put this blame on tyga but i'm pretty sure tyga shared the same sentiment at the time kanye west did an interview on the breakfast club as well and kanye west said that tyga was smart for dating kylie at such a young age and that he got into the kardashian clan early and that it was all respect i just thought that was so disgusting that Two men were high-fiving over the fact that, you know, they they got a young one. And it was just, it just didn't feel right. It didn't settle right with me. And so ever since then, it's just been weird vibes with Tyga. Despite that he does make good music, it's catchy, it's summer music, strip club music. You know, it's it, he has a lane and he mastered it. And so shout out to him for that. But on the, you know, the, the personal side with Tyga, I don't know if I, if I like him like that, you know? And it's just always hard, you know, cause separating the artist from the person where I feel like you're one package, you have to be a good person, like at the end of the day for me to just fully support you. And so it's just tough. Again, it's a love-hate relationship with Tyga. I don't know how you all feel about Tyga. Is once he left the clan, or have, did he get a restart with you? 
Or has it always just been a, a, a side eye, just how he started dating Kylie and how he treated Black China and just that whole just messy transition of relationships. Um, I might be into it. You know, I'm all about the tea. Um, I love reality TV trash. You know, that's my guilty pleasure. And so I'm a little bit tuned in when it comes to those topics. So I may be a little bit too invested when it comes to Tyga and the opinion that I have on him. But hey, once he rubbed me the wrong way, it's, it's kind of just that. But Let's go ahead and get into a um, quick music break. Let's listen to some good tunes and then I'll be back to talk more shit and sip more tea. Pick you up when you fall. Please don't hesitate to call. If you need to clear your mind, you can reach me on my line. Gotta make sure my people shine. Gotta make sure my people shine. Wanna know what's more valuable than money, homie? It's time. I just sent my cousin on the low to see if he do fine I just see my kinfo, that's my brother, that's my G, my guy Make sure that my people doing great, now I ain't that one I find Even the worst, my people can always seem to tell a lie Wanna know my insight? I've done it many times And even though out of sight, you always cross my mind Look, ain't no handout if my hand always been out How can a tree sprout with that water? No, we going through a drought Look, ain't no love lost, I said ain't no love lost just know that if you family, then my time will never cost This world cold as Jack Frost and batters real as Santa Claus So I'ma keep it real, don't take my kindness for being soft Pick you up when you fall, please don't hesitate to call If you need to clear your mind, you can reach me on my line Gotta make sure my people shine, gotta make sure my people shine Wanna know what's more valuable than money, homie, it's time Pick you up when you fall, please don't hesitate to call If you need to clear your mind, you can reach me on my Line. Gotta make sure my people shine Gotta make sure my people shine Wanna know what's more valuable than money Homie, it's time Yeah, yeah, uh 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 Keep the ones you love around Make sure they gon' forever hold you down If you lost eventually you gon' get found just remember love's a verb and a noun Keep the ones you love around Make sure they gon' forever hold you down If you lost eventually you gon' get found Just remember love's a verb and a noun So act like it Don't just say it then don't act like it Make sure you mean it when you say it type it Cause too many people misguided Pick you up when you fall, please don't hesitate to call If you need to clear your mind, you can reach me on my line Gotta make sure my people shine, gotta make sure my people shine Wanna know what's more valuable than money, homie, it's time Pick you up when you fall, please don't hesitate to call If you need to clear your mind, you can reach me on my line Gotta make sure my people shine, gotta make sure my people shine Wanna know what's more valuable than money, homie, it's time and back from the break now let's um let's switch gears a bit we haven't done this in a while for obvious reasons but let's talk politics we're not going to talk about 45 so don't think we about to do any of that okay but what we're going to talk about is the um democratic debates that did go on recently there were um two debates two separate nights 
10 candidates each because there's a total of 20 people running for president on the dim side i do plan to to watch you know the republican side so don't think i'm i'm being super biased right now that i'm only going to cover one side of all of this i do plan to watch every single debate i plan to do as much research as i can in the next year before you know voting time appears cuz it's going to it's going to hit us fast and it's going to be right around the corner before we know it so I did watch the dim debates on night one and two. And I want to, I want to let you all know that there are a lot of good candidates and there, there's a handful of people we can, I feel like automatically go ahead and dismiss, thank them for their services and let them sit down. Um, I highly encourage you to, to go watch the debates. If you have not already, you know, this is important. We do need to make a a good decision when it comes to um, the the candidates that are selected um, all across the board through all parties, all um, political parties. You know, best candidate wins and you have to pick the, the strongest player on your team to go head to head with, you know, the other side's strongest player. And we have a lot of strong people on this side, the, the dim side. Now, I did take the survey on isidewith.com and my survey results did say that I am a um, Democrat. And so I will reveal that. I have no shame in saying, you know, I took a survey and those were my results. Um, I'm, I, I want to be open during this process of the running of these these candidates and, and where we end up a year from now um, or a year and some change from now. And so I highly encourage you to go to the website, isidewith.com, take that quick survey. I mean, it's not super quick because there are some questions that you're going to have to sit and think about on what your views really are. And what I enjoy about this site is that when it asks you a question, it gives you resources and, and sites to go to, to learn more on what they're asking you. And so if you're like, Hmm, I really don't know much about climate change and control right now. Like I'm not too savvy on that conversation. It will provide you resources on definitions on what's going on, what recent bills have been signed and what direction things have gotten in the past and, you know, things that people are looking at now. Um, I will say when it comes to the Dem debates, they were highly entertaining. I would um, offer some advice to not be swayed by catchphrases or just popular um, response immediately. Um, I've been warned constantly of Kamala Harris. Hmm. You know, I'm, I'm very torn with her. You have to do the, the research. That's what I'm saying when it comes to these candidates. Standouts on the dim side have always been, um, Bernie, we have Biden, um, Warren, um, Yang, um, and of course Harris. And then we have Booker, we have Beto. Um, we have we have a lot of good, strong people on the Dem side. Now, if you're out there listening, I'm curious not on who you may be voting for or you don't even have to tell me who seems like a strong standout for you to vote for right now. Um, but I am curious on what views are important to you, um, which you probably may find out by taking that survey on isidewith.com. Um, I learned that Social issues is is where it's at for me. That's what's important, as well as you know, student loan debt that affects me dearly. You know, e- equality of of women. So just learn what topics matter to you and and where you see your your vote going soon. Because again, this election is going to sneak up on us, and we need to not make the same mistakes we made in the past. 
Okay, so let's go ahead and switch gears again. And let's talk about this Disneyland fight that is just everywhere right now. And it's just ridiculous because everyone involved is black. And so already I'm just like, really guys, this is what we doing in a nice establishment. But here we go. So what I don't know the backstory of this fight. Unfortunately, like many other fights that I catch on social media, all I see are hands being thrown. I see winners. I see losers. I see aggressors. I see foul play. I see jumping, you know, that's, that's what I see. And so in this fight, this, this Disneyland fight, you see a swarm of black, black people fighting. It it looks like women are arguing and the star of this video, and I hate to use the word star, but the, the idiot of this video is this aggressive man wearing a, a black shirt. I'm sorry, a red shirt in the video. And he is beating up multiple women. And you just see people, crowds of people around this huge fight, just watching for a long time before anyone tries to step in and break up this grown, big ass man beating up women. Now in the video, you hear him say, you hit my mama, you hit my mama, bitch. And so I'm assuming he's defending his mother, which I'm sure any man would want to do, but to go as far as to drag another, a, a woman feet by her, her hair and close fist punch her in the face multiple times in Disneyland <laughs> in front of all these white people and cameras, you have to be one crazy person. And in no way will I be on this man's side. I don't care what those women did. He molly whopped their ass like, they were like, they were men that stole from him. And I was just baffled by this, by this fight and how people reacted. I saw people in white men in suits would look like, you know, managers. And I saw some white men would look like in security outfits do nothing. They were just so overpowered by this one black man in fear. And it's just ridiculous. It, it was just it was just ridiculous to watch. I was angry watching the video, watching how no one stepped in to defend these women from being beat up by a man. I don't care what the situation. I don't even want to know more context to watch a man beat up multiple women in this public space. Like not that it being public or not matters. It was just real bold like he's done it before. And um That's just not a man that I respect, but I'm sure if you type in Disneyland fight somewhere on the internet, you'll, you'll see it. It'll pop right up. I'm sure more context to the fight will appear, but man, do I need consequences served to that, to that large, aggressive black man who was just ready to fight. A lot of kids were around. Like it started off with men. I don't know who started the fight. Um, women were bickering, men were trying to throw bows. And I saw a man swing on a woman who then like disappeared out of the frame. And then it just became this one black man in a red shirt, just molly whopping multiple women. So all this to say, man, you might want to stay away from Disneyland for a minute. I don't know. (laughs) Moral of the story is there's niggas out here ready to hit women that, that could be immoral. So women be careful 
what what type of energy you trying to send out here in these streets because I mean I do understand a man wanting to defend his mom a man wanting to defend himself if a woman is trying to you know fight him but he was clearly the strongest person in the whole situation and if you have the time to beat up multiple women and it's just you maybe you need to chill maybe your job is done maybe the point has been made that's just me the last thing I want to discuss, and I want to make it brief, just because I hate giving shine to things that I don't fuck with, you know? It doesn't make sense, but if it's on my mind, if it's on my chest, I gotta get it off, you know? Let me get it off. So, um, the Kardashians, okay? Let's, let's speak on it. Um, we're, we're all aware of the Kardashian slash Jenner versus Jordan Woods debacle of all of the drama around Tristan Thompson. So if you're not educated on that, do your Googles. It's out there. Um, I have taken the time to watch the last couple episodes of the most recent season of the Kardashians because they were highlighting that whole situation. I witness how they try to spin things in their favor, make themselves look like they've been extremely wronged and and victimized. And they have to an extent, but they did a lot of reaching that I, I do not respect at the end of the day. For them to get on their television show and allude to Jordan being homeless and not having money or anything to do now, it, it's just, it's a low blow. It's, it's ridiculous. They're, they're trying their best to, to shame this black woman that I'm sure they're, they're probably jealous of because this black woman has natural features that they have to purchase. But they, they said, multiple comments that were shady on their television show like well where is Jordan going to live now like what is she going to do like how dare she cross us now after all we've done for her after all we gave her and it's like Jordan Woods wasn't poor like Jordan Woods isn't from the ghetto Jordan met them from living in the area and so they're they're all from the same type of walk of life they all live in Calabasas and so let's not act like Jordan is out here begging for change and begging for a place to stay with Kylie and so I I didn't really care for that angle and it's just it's just gotten out of hand of how disrespectful and blatant they are with other people's cultures Kim and her kimono little shapewear like how tone deaf that was how no one on her team stopped her from putting that out it's ridiculous like sure the the name sounded cute but that comes from a culture and you can't just take something that isn't yours I know you're used to doing that with black men you know just taking them from other people while they still are attached to someone and you can't just do that with culture you just can't do that with other people's identities okay you can't just wear us when you want and it's kind of, I've reached my limits with the Kardashians. I've tolerated them. Um, I like Scott. I, I did like Kendall until that Pepsi commercial. And so it's just, there's nothing left there for me. That whole clan, Jenner, Kardashian, West, all of them. I want, I want no parts. I'm, I'm sick of them attaching themselves to our culture to have as an accessory. They, they, they date black men to have a black man on their arm. They have black children to have around as accessories. And it's like, I watch the show, the kids are never around. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's just gotten out of hand. And I, I'm just surprised how we've 
put money into these people's pockets and how black women still have to struggle to just be acknowledged, to be treated equal, to not be considered less than, to not be the last picked. And here are these, you know, people of lighter skin or, you know, white women wearing us, you know, wearing our hairstyles, having our big lips, our, our curvy aesthetics and, and them winning, them excelling in, in where we should be because it comes natural to us. I'm over it. I'm, I'm always rooting for everybody black, you know, I'm going to take it to that extent. And so in this Kardashian Jenner versus Jordan Woods, I'm rooting for whoever is black. Go Jordan. I see Jordan's going to be on the new grownish um season soon. Um, She did a launch for, I think, a clothing line. So shout out to Jordan for spinning this around and showing people that you don't need a Kardashian to come up in this world. Okay. Just be wise on who you support, who you give a dollar to. Are they appropriating? Is it colorism? Just do your, do your research. Just look a little harder sometimes. But other than that, that's all I really want to discuss. Um, follow Tea with Tammy on all platforms. Stream this on all streaming services. If you would like merchandise, definitely hit me up. More updates and news to come soon on some future, um, I won't say changes, but surprises with Tea with Tammy. And until next time, sip some tea.